welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and my mission is to help you get into the best shape of your life, regardless of your age, so that you can show up in life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. I want to let you know that if you enjoyed this podcast, I have additional free resources over at silveredgefree.com. There you'll find all my mini guides on nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle. So feel free to head over there, scroll through the guides, and download anything that looks helpful to you. Today we have another edition of the Coach's Corner, so no guest today, it's just me, and we'll be back next week with our regular interview format. But here's what we're covering in today's episode. I spend a few minutes talking about New Year's resolution diets, since apparently a whopping 26 million of us will be doing this, and then spend the rest of my time discussing exactly what is a reasonable expectation for how long weight loss should take. Okay, let's do this. Time to get on with today's show. New Year's Resolution Diets I recently read a news story that said 26 million people will start a diet on January 1st. Sadly, studies show us that well over 90% of these will fail to produce lasting weight loss, regardless of the diet they choose. In fact, the news story went on to say that a whopping 87% of dieters would give up on their diet by January 12th. Good grief, that's well over 22 million people giving up on their diets less than two weeks in. Now, why is that? While there's certainly a number of factors that go into this behavior, one of the biggest factors is, well, diets suck. And by that, I mean that they are often unpleasant affairs and they simply don't work. And the reason diets don't work is that most of them are focused on short-term weight loss. Let's take a hypothetical example. For our purposes here, we'll use Jane. And Jane is a 60-year-old woman who has lost and gained the same 20 pounds repeatedly for the last 30 years. Occasionally, she even gains back a few extra pounds as a bonus. So Jane decides that starting on New Year's Day, she's back on her diet. And she's determined. She's tried a bunch of different diets in the past. And this year, she's trying a new diet she found online that looks promising. And she's one of the few that actually sticks with her diet. And somewhere in the March time frame, lo and behold, she's done it. She's lost her 20 pounds. Jane now definitely looks slimmer, and she feels good about her accomplishment. But she also feels a bit run down. The last two months have been a challenge, and she's tired of feeling hungry all the time. Her sleep hasn't been particularly good lately, and she knows she's been a bit more cranky than usual. But no worries, that horrible diet ordeal is behind her. But now what? Jane lost her weight, met her goal, but where does she go from here? I will submit to you that what you do after your diet is infinitely more important than your actual diet. And it doesn't matter which diet you choose. The most reasonable, well-thought-out, healthy diet won't produce long-term weight loss unless it includes fundamentally changing your relationship to food and to your body. In other words, if you go on a diet, lose weight, and then go back to your default mode of eating, you haven't created any meaningful change. You'll eventually gain back your hard-won weight loss. 
And this is known as yo-yo dieting, and it wreaks havoc on your body and your metabolism. So if you're one of those 26 million people who are planning on going on a diet this New Year's, start thinking about your exit strategy. What will you do different after you lose your weight? What permanent lifelong changes will you make? If you're looking for some help on your weight loss journey, I have an offer for you. My 10-pound fat loss program is an eight-week program designed to jumpstart your healthy fat loss journey. Now, I'm well aware that losing 10 pounds in eight weeks isn't exactly a sexy offer, and there are plenty of other programs floating around that promise more weight loss in a shorter period of time, and many of them come with the latest fads, you know, like keto or intermittent fasting or juice cleanses, etc. Spoiler alert, my program doesn't include any of those, unless you like them but rather focuses on helping you develop new healthy eating and exercise habits that you'll continue long after your eight weeks are over. So if this sounds interesting to you, here's the deal. This program is normally $300, but for the remainder of December, this program is discounted at 50% off. If you're considering weight loss for your New Year's resolution next month, and you'd like some guidance on getting started, you can head over to Silver Edge Fitness dot com slash coaching or just go to silveredgefitness.com and click on coaching at the top of the page and you can enroll right there. Just make sure you use the coupon code SILVER50 when you check out. That's SILVER50 all run together. And here's my guarantee. If you don't lose 10 pounds in eight weeks, I'll keep working with you until you do at no additional charge. If you'd like to learn more, feel free to email me at coach at silveredgefitness.com. And I'll also drop all of this information into the show notes. And you can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash episode 95. Realistic weight loss goals. Well, as long as we're talking about weight loss, let's talk about what's a reasonable rate of weight loss. We live in an instant gratification culture. We want it and we want it now. And the popular health and fitness media feeds into this desire. Savvy marketers tap into this by promising astonishing weight loss results in unrealistic timeframes. Let's look at a couple of examples and you tell me which one sounds more compelling to you. So, Here's the savvy marketer's pitch. Lose 25 pounds in 30 days by simply purchasing our revolutionary new supplement and juice diet program. You'll literally melt fat while you sleep. Okay, that's offer one. Now, compare that to my pitch. This is offer two. We can realistically jumpstart your fat loss journey by losing 10 pounds in two months. But after that, we'll need to reset and make a strategic plan for your remaining weight loss. We're most likely looking at a two-year journey that will include a couple of phases where we stop dieting and allow your metabolism to get healthy, which may even result in some small weight gain. During those two years, we'll work to completely transform your relationship to food, exercise, and your body. But at the end, you'll be at a healthy body composition, have a healthy metabolism, and own the tools to maintain this for the rest of your life. That first offer sounds pretty good, right? Believe me, if this worked, I'd be 100% in. But sadly, it doesn't. 
and it never has. If there was a way to burn belly fat while we slept by drinking a magic potion, 70% of us wouldn't be overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. But I completely understand the desire to want to believe that first pitch. But my lose 10 pounds in 8 weeks pitch is as sexy as I can ethically make this pitch and still feel good about myself. That's as salesy and gimmicky as I get. But I'll be the first to admit, it's what happens after my weight loss program or anybody's weight loss program that really matters. Okay, so back to the topic at hand, just what is a realistic rate of fat loss? Here's some common nutrition advice. We can break down weight loss rates into three categories, extreme, reasonable, and comfortable. So an extreme rate would be about one to one and a half percent of total body weight loss per week. And that works out to about two to three pounds of weight loss per week for men. And let's just say one and a half to two and a half pounds per week for women. So who would this extreme weight loss schedule be best for? Perhaps for someone who was morbidly obese, where our concern is immediate health issues and not long-term strategic stability. We'd eventually want to get there, but in some extreme cases, a rapid weight loss triage prescription might be necessary. The other class of people who might employ this extreme method are weight class athletes, bodybuilders preparing for a show, and fitness models preparing for a shoot. But keep in mind that these folks are not necessarily interested in optimal health or longevity. They are usually well aware that what they are doing is extreme and in fact unhealthy, but it's a trade-off that they knowingly make in order to achieve a desired weight or that ripped physique. This is not a strategy an average person should consider, and anyone trying to sell you on this type of fat loss should send up an immediate red flag. Now, a reasonable rate would be about one-half to one percent of body weight loss per week, and that would work out something like one to two pounds per week for guys and maybe three quarters to a pound and a half per week for the gals. And this is exactly what I'm aiming for in the 10-pound fat loss program that I just talked about. And for me, this is about as aggressive as I like to get with a typical client. Now, a comfortable goal would be less than half a percent of body weight loss per week, which works out to just under a pound per week of weight loss for men and less than three quarters of a pound a week for women. This is typically a hard sell for many people, and I get it. They are anxious to reach their ideal weight as soon as possible, but in reality, this is the best course for long-term sustainable weight loss. So let's go back to our hypothetical client, Jane. Remember, she's 60 years old, she weighs 150 pounds, but her goal weight is 130, so she wants to lose 20 pounds. Let's further assume that she enrolls in my 10-pound fat loss program, and now it's March 1st, and she successfully lost 10 pounds. Using the math we just discussed, if she stays the course, meaning she stays in that reasonable range of one pound of fat loss per week, we'd assume that 10 weeks later, she'd be at her goal weight, right? Unfortunately, not necessarily. The math isn't linear, and Jane is likely to plateau, meaning that her body over time will adapt to the amount of food she's eating and the exercise she's doing, and she'll stop losing weight. 
And this is where things can get a little bit tricky. But for now, we'll assume that we make another small reduction in her total calories and put her back on that comfortable rate of weight loss, we'll say maybe half a pound per week. So while it only took her two months to lose those first 10 pounds, it may take her an additional four or five months to lose that second 10 pounds. Okay, with me so far? Now let's assume that it's June and Jane is at or close to her goal weight and body composition and that she's learned new lifelong eating and exercise habits along the way. Let's also assume that Jane's weight loss journey has inspired her husband, John. John is 220 pounds and he's about 50 pounds overweight. So if we did the simple math above and assumed an average weight loss of about a pound a week, he should hit his goal in about a year, right? Maybe, but very unlikely. And here's why. John, just like anybody, needs to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. He needs to eat fewer calories than he burns each day. Let's assume that we put him on a 2300 calorie a day nutrition program, and that combined with regular exercise leads to a pound of weight loss a week. So far, so good. But six weeks later, his progress starts to stall. He's no longer losing the weight. No worries. We drop his calories down to 1900 a day, and we keep everything else the same, and he's losing a pound a week again which only lasts three weeks before his progress stalls this time. Okay, now we're at a crossroads. We could drop his calories down maybe to 1,600 calories a day and maybe add in some additional cardio. And we could probably squeeze a few more weeks of weight loss out of that. But then what? At that point, John would likely feel run down, his sleep would deteriorate, and he'd probably be in a foul mood most of the time because he's constantly hungry. And there's nowhere left for him to go. John's a big guy. He's not going to thrive on 1,200 calories a day. In fact, that's going to make him metabolically sick, and he'll eventually give up entirely and likely process this entire diet as a failure, his failure. Instead, somewhere along the line, probably after that second calorie cut, John needs to take a break from dieting. We'd actually slowly increase his calories for a short period of time to give his metabolism a break. During this time, we'd likely switch his focus from calorie restriction to performance in his exercises. But here's the deal not only will John stop losing weight during this period, he might even gain a little bit of his hard won weight loss back, just a little. Think you're a good salesperson? Try convincing an overweight person who's just lost 10 to 15 pounds that you want them to eat more with the possibility of weight gain. Okay, but since John is an imaginary client, he's patient and he trusts the process. He takes a diet break. He gains back two pounds, but this time it's two pounds of muscle, not fat, and he's feeling great. His metabolism is revved up and ready to go. So we put John back into a calorie deficit for a few more months and then repeat the cycle. And this might take years. I tell you this long-winded, elaborate story to illustrate just what a disconnect there is between the popular weight loss marketing and the cold reality of what responsible but long-lasting weight loss can look like. When marketers pitch easy and fast weight loss plans to Jane and John, they do them a disservice. Again, if long-term weight loss were quick and easy, 
we'd all be at our desired weight. At any rate, sorry for that long, drawn-out explanation. Some of you listening to this may find this information depressing. But I don't view it that way. I see it like this. Long-term sustainable weight loss is 100% achievable. Where we get into trouble is by looking for that quick fix. And the bad news is there aren't any quick fixes. But the good news is, is that by making small changes over time in how you view food, exercise, and your body, and by practicing patience, not only can you have your dream body, but you can have it forever. Okay, that's our show for today, folks. I'll put links to everything we talked about in the show notes, and you can find that over at silveredgefitness.com slash episode 95. And if you're interested in the 10-pound fat loss program, remember you can sign up for that over at silveredgefitness.com slash coaching. Just remember to use the coupon code SILVER50, that's S-I-L-V-E-R-5-0, all run together, for a 50% off at checkout. And keep in mind that this discount is only good for the remainder of this month in December 2021. In the meantime, I'd love to hear from you. You can always leave a comment on this episode page, or feel free to email me with any comments or questions from today's show. Send emails to coach at silveredgefitness.com. I want to thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I'll be back next week with my regular interview format, but that's it for today. So until next time, stay strong.